Good morning. And happy Halloween. <laughs> what am I dressed as? Oh, geez. I didn't bring my costume today. Um, but welcome to the worship service of the First Unitarian Church of Hobart, Indiana. My name is Ruth, and I serve on the Right Relations Committee. Um, we are a religious community of people with diverse beliefs and shared values. Our diverse beliefs are expressed in our six sources, and our shared values are expressed in our seven principles, both of which can be found online at the uua.org website. Together, we strive to grow spiritually, build community, and live our values in the world. We are currently in search for a full-time minister, and when we do not have a minister in the pulpit, we invite members or guests to share a special message with us. This is what one such Sunday. We are fortunate to hear from Joe Heaston today. We are currently streaming our service online. The joys and sorrows portion of our service is, however, private, and we will take a break from streaming during that part of the service. The sermon portion of the service will be recorded and will be available for future viewing on Facebook, YouTube, and the church website. Due to the increase in COVID-19 cases and the more infectious Delta variant, we ask that all in-person attendees of the Sunday service wear a mask covering both the nose and mouth. You can either bring a mask or one will be provided for you. And we thank you for your consideration of our community's health and safety. Please take a deep breath now and join us in the spirit of reverence as we listen to our pre prelude music. words are from the uua.org website. 
our universe, from the smallest particles to the galaxies beyond our galaxy, fills us with profound wonder. Why life exists and for what purpose, humans have struggled to answer that question for millennia. In a day and age when so much is revealed to us by science, God may or may not be part of our worldview. People with atheist and agnostic beliefs find a supportive community in our congregations. We are pro-science, pro-reason, and pro-evolution. We know there is no one right answer when it comes to belief, and we don't let that stop us from taking action for a better world. We build a community that welcomes us in our wholeness, cherishes our doubts, and invites our ongoing search for truth. Please join me now in lighting the chalice. The words are printed on the laminated handouts in the pews. We gather this hour as people of faith with joys and sorrows gifts and needs. We light this beacon of hope, sign of our quest for truth and meaning in celebration of the life we share together. Thank you. Thank you, Ruth. Uh, thanks for helping out everybody today. Uh, Karen, Patricia, Ruth, Tracy up there, everyone here, welcome. Uh, we're gonna start with our opening hymn. Number 361, Enter, Rejoice, and Come In. Uh, I probably play at slower tempo than what you guys are used to uh, having, but uh, hopefully you guys will be okay with that. Oh, and please stand as you are willing or able. I normally sit, so I'm going to continue to sit.
trees. And join me in the affirmation of faith. Is that where we are? Yes, okay. I'm trying to keep that. Uh, the, the words are printed on the handouts, the laminated handouts, and the pews. Love is the doctrine of this church. The quest of the truth is the sacrament. Service is its prayer. And this is our God. To dwell together in peace. To see the truth in love. And to follow one another. We are striving to create a worship space which is both spiritual and safe. However, we recognize that not everyone can attend in person. We extend a special welcome to everyone who is joining us virtually today. Due to the increase in COVID-19 cases and the more infectious Delta variant, the greet your neighbor portion of our service will be contactless. Please take a moment to greet your neighbor by waving your hands and letting your smile reach past your mask to your eyes. Hello everybody. It's good to see all of you. I'm sorry. I'm trying. <laughs> Uh, 
how many uh, have made a wish upon a star and, and believed that there was truth in that, and how many might still do? Does anybody still believe that? Well, that's kind. That's kind of where I'm at, and uh, and we have these. Uh, and part of this song is is about your inner voices, uh, and I believe I believe we all have inner voices. Is there anybody in here that doesn't have an inner voice or inner voices, either calling them to do something or not to do something? Uh, and that's. To me, what this song is all about—it's—it's—it's—it's it's, it's, uh, it's about continuing to look for answers beyond what we already know, and listening to the voice that that drives us to discover. Uh, and uh, we we know where rainbows come from, but I think you know our voices are still driving us to discover spiritually uh, answers that just aren't answerable in science. So uh, it's a sense of wonder, I guess. And I guess that's what this song basically boils down to is your sense of wonder. It's the Rainbow Connection. I can find a ticket, it would go easier. There it is. And it's from the Muppet movie. And he's sitting in a little, his little lily pond, pad pond, and uh, and he opens the movie singing it before going on a grand adventure uh, and discovering things uh, that he otherwise wouldn't have discovered if he didn't listen to his inner voices. So this is that song.
Joe Heaston. I, I've been a member of the church for, I don't know, since probably 2016 or so. I know I first came here in 2013, and if any of you want to uh, blame anybody, blame Gail. Uh, <laughs> we, we were talking because I, I was just looking for anything to talk about during this sermon, and I was like, how did we meet? And we can't even figure out how we met. That's, I guess, age and just us. But uh, we know we met online, and she, she believes, and I believe she's right. It's, she saw something I said online, commented on it. I commented in return, and it started a conversation, and we liked each other. And then she showed it to her sister-in-law, and her sister-in-law said, that's my godson. So there was an instant connection after we found that out. But she suggested to me that I come. Uh, I believe I had just had another surgery. My wife had died not uh, uh, too far into the past before we met, and uh, my best friend I found dead in my home, and uh, my kids were grown and taking care of themselves and didn't require any my attention, and for the first time, I felt like I needed some kind of spiritual community, and she suggested, uh, knowing that I really don't believe in anything, uh, solidly that, hey, come check us out. <laughs> so I'm gonna start out uh, with a song, uh, and uh, it's a John Lennon song, and uh, it's Imagine, and uh, he's asking us to imagine a different world. As far as, uh, as wonderful as it sounds, uh, a song, you know, can't go into every little detail of an idea, uh, and I have serious doubts that we could ever live this way, but it's nice to think about, so I'm going to play the song, and this is Imagine by John Lennon. No 
open the dark hymnals to the reading section and uh, and I want to do the reading number 650 cherish your doubts uh, we really uh, our doubts can be horrible things but I, I think if we put our doubts into perspective uh, that that we can use our doubts uh, to, to do wonderful and great things. And when I found this, I thought, well, I want to read this too. So uh, is everybody there? Uh, I'm going to do the, the bold beginning text. And if you all will repeat the, the, the italics or whatever you call it text uh, afterwards, uh, we'll get through this. So cherish your doubts. Cherish your doubts, for doubt is the attendant of truth. A belief which may not be questioned binds us to error, for there is incompleteness and imperfection in every belief. Let no one fear for the truth, that doubt may consume it, for doubt is a testing of belief. For truth, if it be truth, arises from each testing stronger and more secure. But those who fear not doubt and know its use are founded on rock. They shall walk in the light of growing knowledge. The work of their hands shall endure. Therefore, let us not fear doubt, but let us rejoice in its help. Do not consider it an insult, but rather a compliment to be called an agnostic. I do not pretend to know where many ignorant men are sure. That is all that agnosticism means. Clarence Darrow. Uh, I read a lot over the last month or so since being asked to do this on definitions uh, of agnosticism. Seems like every time we put an ism on the hand of something, it becomes infinitely more complicated. Uh, I decided at a very young age, from the moment, uh, basically I've told you all that I discovered that Santa Claus wasn't putting presents in our living room, I doubted everything after that, and, and to an unhealthy degree. Uh, and had quite a rebellious, troubled childhood, and, and if, if it, it stemmed to anything, I believe that was like a pivotal moment in my life where I, I quit trusting everything an adult would tell me, you know, and, and once you become that kind of cynic, it's hard to bounce yourself out of it, but, uh, but I always, there was a side of me that, that that loved the, the era uh, of the hippie movement, the civil rights movement, 
the things we accomplished during that period, and it, it seemed to be steeped in a spiritualism, not wholly religious, and uh, and I couldn't and and just I could not give up on the idea that even though I believe in evolution and everything, there, there's something different about us. And, and yeah, uh, I believe in science. I have faith in science. I have faith that science will change its mind about things it believes. And I don't understand everything behind it, but, but I put my faith in it. And, uh, and uh, even though, you know, I, I doubt motivations uh, with greed and everything else, uh, uh, overall, I think they want us alive. They, they need us for customers. You know, so I, I can put my faith behind that. It's it's something real, but spiritually, I've never been able to really put my faith behind anything, other than I I feel like once we quit being hunter gatherers and we had time to pontificate, uh, that you know we 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 would question our mortality, why we're here, and where we're going afterwards, if anyone. And uh, even though I, I lean towards atheism views that, you know, I'm going to die and that'll be the end of it, I don't know that for a fact. And, and I, I love to cherish these doubts and, and, uh, and talk about them. <laughs> so, like I said, Gail brought me to the church. And... Uh, all of you have your reasons for being here, so me sitting up here telling you that you can find some community and you can ask questions here and have doubts here, uh, you already know this, so I, I, I suppose I'm not really speaking to the congregation so much today as I am people outside of our congregation that may watch or be here that uh, you're allowed to believe your own truth here, uh, and you're allowed to change your mind here, and nobody's gonna uh, judge you for for having different thoughts than everybody else. We're all on our own journey, and uh, I just uh, I ask that everybody admits their doubts, embraces their doubts, and has conversations with their doubts, and. Uh, and don't let them freeze you, but uh, let them motivate you to test them and, and try to build something new, uh, even when you have doubts. Uh, uh, try, just try to get out there and do something new, find a community you can belong to, and I believe you'll be a happier person. And I guess that's really all I have to say about being an agnostic is, I don't know the answers. I'm up here to admit them to you. I'm willing to talk about anything with any of y'all. And, and I get the sense that all of you are too, and that's what brings me here. So I apologize for ill-conceived uh, sermon. Uh, I believe now more than ever that we need a minister. <laughs> Thank you.
But I do want to say why we don't have a minister, I do want to shout out to everybody who's come up here and put on such wonderful sermons because I can't do it. Uh, I feel like I feel a responsibility to try to come up here and feel some time and, and, and talk to you all as a member. I don't believe we should just leave it in a few hands. So in the meantime, if you can come up with an idea and come up here and, and sit and, and fill a sermon for the church, uh, even if you think, yeah, it's ill-conceived and you're gonna do a horrible job, get up here and do it anyways. It's <laughs> So I guess that's my sermon. Now I gotta look at what we're supposed to do next. Oh, that's right. Karen is gonna come up and uh, play the offertory music. I am going to read. I'm doing the offering. Do you wanna read the offering? Thank you. I have it in front of me if you didn't want to. I have it. Yes, I have it. Thank you, John Falston. Sure. <laughs> um, now is the time in our service for our offering. We give to remind ourselves how many gifts we have to offer. We give to remember that we are part of something bigger than ourselves. We give because we believe in music and sacred space. We give, the, we give with the faith that together we have enough. There is an online link on the screen for both one-time and regular donations. You can also contribute in person by putting paper money and loose change in the baskets and cups. The money in the baskets goes to the regular operation of the church. The money in the cups goes to our Faith in Action Committee and a different charity chosen by the committee every month. This month's charity is the Northwest Indiana Food Bank. Uh, family oh, family giving. I'm sorry. Family giving. Uh, please try not to touch the baskets and cups as our ushers bring them to you. Um, we have our volunteers. For your prayers, your presence, your service, and your gifts, we are truly grateful. And I'm going to go off script here for a second, and I want to say hi to my grandma, Minnie Davis. That was one of my grandmother's favorite songs. And we were talking this morning about honoring those who had gone before, so I just wanted to mention my grandma and say hello to her. Okay, closing him. Thank goodness. <laughs> no, I'll be my own judge. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Okay, uh, 1064, Blue Boat Home.
hopefully I can sing this in a manner that we can all sing it along together, but it's going to come out how it's going to come out. Uh, I love this song. I was here running sound for Peter Mayer when he came and played for us, and, and this is just a beautiful song, and learning that Patricia, uh, this is one of her favorite hymns, motivated me to try and learn a version of it. So st please stand uh, uh, as you are willing or able, and... Uh, We'll uh, do this closing hymn, Blue Boat Home, number 1064. A Very Short Introduction by Robin Lee Poitivin. In light of what has just been said, I am suggesting that 
Agnosticism should be presented as something positive, not simply a shrugging of the shoulders, but an honest recognition of uncertainty, where uncertainty itself is shown to have benefits. Coping with uncertainty makes us more creative, more resilient, and leads to genuine intellectual progress. Thank you, Ruth. Join me now in extinguishing the chalice. The words are printed on your cards and your pews. We extinguish this flame, but not the light of truth, the warmth of community, or the fire of commitment. These we carry in our hearts until we are together again. Please join us now for coffee hour. Post first. So sorry. No, that's okay. I'm going to do the postlude and thank you for attending First Unitarian Church of uh, Hobart. Uh, please join us uh, for our in-person coffee hour in the garden in Parish Hall. Uh, if you are intending, uh, attending online, we invite you to carry on your own virtual coffee hour with the others online. Thank you for coming. Uh, thank you to Ruth and Karen and Patricia and everybody here for being supportive and for the help I received. I went off my script from the very start and have no idea what I did. But I'm going to finish with this song. It's Elvis Costello, uh, Peace, Love, and Understanding.
Thank you, and I apologize.